Welcome to this week's End of Days Update, coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Had such a great time this last weekend at Millennial Church here in Tulsa. Great to be able to speak in our hometown. If you can, tonight we'll be at World Outreach Church teaching on prayer, and uh, we'll get in to pray for a little bit. We'll have a great time. If you're anywhere in the Virginia area, we'll be at Cobbs Creek this weekend. We'll be there Sunday morning, Sunday night, uh, Wednesday morning, Wednesday night, and that's right outside of Richmond, about an hour uh, east of Richmond, right there on the walk coast. We'll have a great time getting into the Word, in times, a little bit of everything. So we're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, specifically the signs of the second coming, and the look at the Ezekiel 38 war, because we know that happens just after the rapture. And people say, well, how do we know that happens after the rapture? Well, God physically intervenes for Israel because uh, it's Old Testament time. In this dispensation, he, he gave the church all authority. So it's interesting how when it switches to Old Covenant uh, thought patterns, uh, God can do what He needs to do for that whole seven-year period. In fact, for the Ezekiel 38 war, He said that He's doing this so that the heathen, He's intervening so that the heathen can see that He is God. So, wow, the setup for all of that is happening right now. Some pretty exciting things have happened this week. So let's pick up with what's happened around Israel. We'll start with Russia first. There's... Uh, amazing. Russia called out Israel literally almost in a no-fly zone saying you can't fire missiles anymore into Syria. And I wish someone on the international scene would tell Russia then stop telling Iran to haul missiles down into Syria and parking them on Israel's doorstep. Israel has had to do so many missions to stop that. Well, Russia came out with a technically a cease and desist, desist, uh, cease and desist disorder for, for Israel to stop doing that. So they're going to keep doing that. So Russia also shut down one of the Jewish agencies in Russia that helps Israelis get from Russia to Israel. And that, that's been going on for years. And Russia's clamping down on, on all of that. So it's kind of weird to see that thought pattern. Also last week, I didn't get into it last week, but it actually happened last week. Russia's first time ever in over 100 years, they defaulted on their bank payments for, for nationally. So, uh, I mean, they're paying the price for going into the Ukraine and trying to uh, destroy that. But, you know, that's kind of in the cards. The Ukraine and Crimea are basically passageways down toward Israel. And that's what's going to happen just after we leave. So you got a lot happening with Israel and Iran. You had Iranian uh, pushed Hezbollah to fire three drones at an Israeli oil rig. Israel had to take them out, but then they found out there was another one that was shot down just before that. So that's four drones that Hezbollah sent by Iran, parked right there into Israel, showing what they're going to do. So Israel continually has to defend itself. It's amazing. So I like what Israel's defense minister said. He told Lebanon, you better curb Hezbollah or we'll curb them ourselves. Because in the last time, Israel was t trying to be too nice and didn't really shut them down enough. They keep talking about Hamas and Hezbollah gathering together for another war against Israel. So a lot's happening with that. You have one of Israel's defense ministers that is running for office came out publicly saying, we're going to start targeting Revolutionary Guard officers. And uh, that's a pretty bold statement for him to start doing that. Why? Because Iran, the defense minister now, Gantz, came out this last week showing that Iran is moving ships down into the Red Sea, basically making a base in an area there that can stop international uh, traffic as far as oil and everything else. So you got Iran doing just absolutely weird things. They got caught this last week talking about uh, <laughs> their, their thought pattern has always been, well, they'll say certain things to the Western media and they'll come back to their own nations say certain things. It got recorded how they flawlessly converted everything into saying we have to attack and annihilate Israel. We have to attack and annihilate America. So 
it is uh, wild when that gets caught on tape when people are saying things like that. So you had just interesting things too with the weather. You got radical floods in Australia. You had 21 earthquakes in South Carolina this last week. You've got China saying they're going to build, basically uh, uh, inhabit the moon, not just a space station, but literally have a force on the moon. And then you you had a new uh, thought pattern for asteroids come out this last week from NASA saying they've got a new targeting system where they can knock them off track. So a lot of things are happening with the nations. A lot of things are happening uh, with with, uh, uh, the weather. This is the crazy one I was waiting for. This one is absolutely amazing. Emmanuel Macron, uh, France's prime minister that we know Emmanuel means God with us. Macron means the mark. And uh, he's been doing all these things that are like symptoms of the Antichrist. This week, he called on, we need to have a revival of the Roman Empire. It would be, he said it would be stronger than, than the EU. It would be stronger than NATO. And uh, man, when you, when you start hearing that verbiage, that's, that's verbatim what the Antichrist is going to do. And England's Prime Minister Boris Johnson came out saying he's for that. You had the EU this week. This is intriguing. The EU this week. That, they've never done this. They verbalized. We'll stop using international national laws against Israel because we've been using them against Israel for so long. So this week the EU said they're going to start treating Israel correctly. And then you have the head of the EU this year, which is Emmanuel Macron. He's France's president, but there's a rotation. And this year he's the head of it, say that we need a revival of the Roman Empire. So man, you've got stuff happening with currencies. you got stuff happening with nature. you got stuff happening with Russia. All these things point to uh, the king is just about to come back. How exciting uh, that we get to see the setup for this. So why do we get into all this? We get into all this not as an escape theology, as a hustle theology. I hear people say, well, you're teaching on the rapture because you just want to get out of here. No, I'm teaching on the rapture because we're looking at how close we are that we've got to hustle. We've got to go for it. I hear people say, why would you teach on end times? Tell a quarterback at the end of the game not to look at the play clock. No, he looks at the play clock because the time is crucial and you have to fit more into a shorter period of time. So it means to us, we see the finish line, we accelerate, we don't decelerate, we go for it. So all these things put together, you go, wow, the setup for the Ezekiel 38 war, the setup for what uh, Iran is getting ready to do. Iran basically said they're not going to come to the table with a good enough agreement to where even even, uh, other nations said, man, this is horrible. And Israel finally came out and said, you know, if they can't even go back to where they were, look what's happening with what they're doing right now. And it came out again about another underground tunnel going to a brand new uh, nuclear facility in Iran. Israel hit Tehran with... uh, drones two weeks ago, went into the capital and blew up a part of one of the uh, atomic areas. So all of it's playing out right in front of our eyes. So we always go to the scripture. The scripture is plain, clear, simple, shows us the signs of the coming of the Lord. Now, the signs aren't to scare us. They're to show us how close we are. So you got Israel made a nation. you got Jerusalem won back. you got the Hebrew language restored. you got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. you got the fertility of the land of Israel. you got the revival of the Roman Empire. I mean, and, and for Macron calling on that today, absolutely amazing. So you have 170 different species of predatory birds. You've got fish in the Dead Sea. You've got foxes show up on the Temple Mount. You had the Dead Sea turn blood red right where Sodom and Gomorrah was on the Day of Atonement. (laughs) I mean, all this stuff is happening because Jesus is just about to come back. So you have in our book, End Times Made Easy, 
uh, it's amazing. We got 70 some odd signs. Now I'm giving you about 10 each week, but uh, there's so many blatant, flawless signs to show us how close we are. Men will be lovers themselves. We have selfie sticks. So the exciting thing is, is we're about to see the king. Sign after sign after sign show us the signs of the second coming. So we know the rapture is seven years before that. So man, we're seeing so many of them. But then you go from signs to signals. I don't have time to get into all the signs, but the signals were the blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles. Last time you had that was, NASA calls it a tetrad. The last time you had that was 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 1948 when Israel was made a nation. And 1492 at the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. So amazing. And then you had the Bethlehem Star, pretty radical. Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus all came together at the birth of Jesus. The constellation was Virgo. Uh, this last year, NBC Nightly News, so we have a celestial event. Uh, you have Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus together. I love how Regulus did retrograde motion. And, and it looks like it's going backwards, but it's retrograde motion. Forms a perfect crown over Jupiter because a king was born. The constellation this last year was Leo. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. So first time in 2,000 years. We have many more heavenly signs. In 2017, you had the the eclipse that came through, started in a western town called Salem, ended in an eastern town called Salem, Jerusalem. Uh, it's just amazing how all this stuff is showing us out loud in front of our eyes, Jesus is just about to come back. I know England gets excited about it. So what do we do? We help our local church. We help our local pastor. We get engaged. We don't fit church into our life. It is our life. This is it. I heard one guy say, well, these signs have all happened before. No, they've never happened before. We're the only generation that have had all these signs. So we're so privileged and so blessed. What did Jesus say? When you see these things come to pass, lift up your heads, your redemption draws nigh. So indicating he doesn't want you downtrodden. You can be living when all these things are coming to pass and you can be sad. He wants you happy. All this stuff is because he loves you so much. He wants to demonstrate his mercy and his kindness and his loveness, love for us so that we'll do what we're called to do. See, isn't that amazing how even if we don't do what we're supposed to do, he still loves us. And when we do do what we're supposed to do, he loves us. So uh, you can't run from his love and his kindness and his compassion. So we have to show Jesus's personality right here before we leave. His goodness, his kindness, and his mercy. Man, thanks for tuning in this week. I can't wait to see what happens with the revival of the Roman Empire stuff. Uh, Colleen and I want to thank you for, for your support and for your prayers. And we look forward to seeing you sometime on the road. And we'll see you this next Wednesday. Have a blessed week. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.